Hey everyone, welcome to Bean to Barstool Bite-Sized, where we spend about five minutes with some of our favorite people from craft beer and craft chocolate. Today we talk with Marika Josephson, one of the co-founders and brewers at Scratch Brewing in rural southern Illinois. Marika and co-founder Aaron Clyden are well known for using foraged ingredients from the forests and fields around their brewery in their beers. Their single tree beers use multiple parts of a single species of tree in a single beer to really showcase the flavor and aromas of that type of tree. I spoke with Marika back in episode 19 where we looked at the influence of wood and trees on different types of beer and chocolate. You can listen to the full interview with Marika in that episode, which I'll link to in the show notes. Marika explained that they started out by using different types of bark and then moved on to using every part of the tree. After doing a bunch of those different beers, we then thought, well, what if we take a single tree and then use as many different parts of that tree as we can to see what different flavors could be conveyed by the tree through all the different parts that we could collect from it. For maple, for instance, that meant tapping the tree and getting the the sap and then also using the bark, which we had discovered worked really well to convey a maple syrupy kind of flavor actually without making maple syrup. The buds are really bitter, so that added bitterness. So that was a really interesting project because we realized how many different flavors there were in all the different parts of of trees. Are you using the same base beer for these or do you change the base beer to adapt to the flavor of the different trees? More often than not, we change the flavor of the base beer. There are a couple reasons for that. I think one is just purely an aesthetic choice. We, and especially Aaron, to be honest, really likes to capture the spirit of a tree and to try to show through beer what that tree is is saying, if that makes sense. I feel like maybe it's a bit more scientific to take the same base beer and treat it seven different ways with seven different trees, but perhaps a bit more poetic to try to understand what the tree has to tell us and then to interpret that through beer. I think partly too, certain parts of the trees show off better in different styles of base beer. So for instance, sassafras leaves being so tropical and bright, they really do shine through better in a blonder type of beer without the extra caramel malts or more roasted malts. Whereas something like the maple beer, especially if we're using the sap, which has so much like mineral character and kind of a whole unknown quantity because we don't really know what else is in the sap from a chemical point of view. So we don't really know, you know, how to adjust it as you would adjust the water profile. So with that beer, we almost always go for a darker beer with darker roastier malts because it works a little bit better with that unknown quantity of the sap and the the quality of the, the flavor experience after it's done fermenting. We found that in blonder beers, the sap tastes a little bit more medicinal. So those are kind of two examples of, of two extremes from one side to the other. And then I would also say with some of those maybe more common trees or, or flavor profiles like from oak or maple, there are some surprises in there too. Like I think that with the maple beer, when we make that beer and we're able to get some of the buds in, there's a real bitterness underneath too that that is a little surprising. Or the oak beer is also, it's a bit wild, you know, it's not like a 
barrel-aged beer per se, where the wood has been treated in this very specific way. And we're so used to drinking barrel-aged beers and kind of, I think we have a pretty good knowledge of what, you know, that vanilla sort of profile is. And, and we're able to, when I say we, I mean, people who, you know, work with oak, you know, are able to get the, the toast levels the way they want to convey certain flavors. But with our oak beer, where we're also including the green leaves, which are quite tannic, and acorns too, the fermented acorns. You know, there's a, there's a, like a wild fermented character from the acorns. There's a, um, an interesting bitter quality from the leaves. So definitely some, some unusual things too that are background notes, but they do add something new and different. Do you have a particular favorite of the tree beers that you've done already? I always tell people I think the single tree hickory is probably one of the most unique and expressive of our woods, just because there are hickory trees that grow all around the brewery. I mean, in the fall when they're dropping their nuts, they sound like you know, <laughs> baseballs hitting the top of our metal roof and they just scare the hell out of people while they're drinking underneath. But they, yeah, hickory is just such a big part of our woods. That one to me feels like it feels like here. And the fact that a lot of people here, when they when they smoke meats, they smoke with hickory. So that toasted hickory bark aroma, for a lot of people, to them, it smells like, you know, a long smoked pork butt or something that they make on a Sunday and have with family, or even toasting marshmallows over the fire. There's, there's a really comforting aroma to, to that toasted hickory bark. It's become so second nature for us and we're surrounded by trees. I mean, we're literally, our brewery is in the woods. And for me, the beer we're making, it's the beer that comes from our woods. It's the beer that we wanted to make, I think. Ultimately, I think it's probably the beer that most closely aligns with what we wanted Scratch to be. The folks at Scratch are doing a beautiful job of telling the story of where they're from through the flavors of the plants and trees that grow there. You can listen to the full interview with Marika back in episode 19, which I'll link to in the show notes. The music today was by my dear friend Anna P.S. My name is David Nilsson. Thanks for listening to Bean to Bar Stool Bite-Sized.